guten Tag, Privet! Hello and welcome back to the Juspois podcast. And here I am tomorrow, today, as promised. Now, following on from yesterday's episode, we're actually going to look at one of the most astounding journeys to Eurovision. As we look at the story of a remarkable group of people that literally pushed their way through hell to compete on the Eurovision stage. The story begins in the middle of a war, in the middle of the Bosnian War. For those who don't know, the Bosnian War is widely regarded as the worst European conflict since World War Now, they say it officially began on the 6th of April 1992, following a series of earlier violent incidents. I think that's one of the problems right there when we start compartmentalizing murder and destruction as incidents. But during this conflict, and even to this day, sides argue about the actual figures and the devastation that was caused during the Bosnian War. As larger territories crumbled, smaller countries struggled to form. Unbelievably, sides and forces still argue about just how many people died in this conflict. Depending on the source material that you see, you will find numbers that range from 25,000 people killed up to 329,000 people, with thousands of them being children. Equally shocking, there were reports of rape, with again numbers varying from between 50,000 sexual assaults up to 100,000 sexual assaults. And again, as we all know, sexual assault is one of the least reported crimes. So that number is expected to be far higher. 175,000 people were wounded and over 10,000 people are still missing and unaccounted for. Horrific stories from all sides stained the fields red with blood and shame. And in this despair and this darkest sides of humanity, if there was any humanity in this conflict, it seems the strangest point for you to find a story that leads to the Eurovision Song Contest. Mohamed Fazlajik was 24 years old when the fighting began. He was living a happy life one of the suburbs of Sarajevo, when the shooting began. Within days of the shooting, Mohammed fled from his home as Serbian forces took control of the area. Mohammed was lucky in that he had friends who still had their homes and he was able to sleep on their floor and he moved from friend to friend. The singer, like many civilians, joined the Bosnian army in an attempt to defend his city. Mohammed later saying, I was part of the forces guarding the town. I was not Delta Force by any stretch of the imagination. Asked about living in a siege, Muhammad would tell a BBC reporter later, 
You want to know about life in the siege, she says. To use the word hell would be too polite. No electricity, no food, people dying everywhere. We were targets wherever we went, and all we were trying to do was live. Two months after enlisting, the Bosnian army established a musician's unit, calling for singers, musicians and composers. Their goal would be to play concerts to people to provide relief and comfort from the siege. Another way they tried to provide relief was by announcing that Bosnia would push to compete at the 1993 Eurovision Song Contest. Bosnia's TV station aired a contest where 11 acts would compete to see who would represent Bosnia at Eurovision. Of the 11 acts, 10 made it to the studio and performed live. One act was cut off due to, well, you know, the war and could not actually get to the studio that night, so a pre-recorded video of their performance was played. Muhammad competed with a band called Fazla. They were the youngest competitors and they didn't have high hopes of winning. Their song was a bit dark, their song was a bit depressing, compared to other traditional Eurovision entries. Mind you, you do get that from the title alone which would translates into English for all the pain in the world. Muhammad describes, quote, It's a song about a man sending his love to his lover who was a refugee outside a country town torn apart by war. <laughs> Sound familiar? Telling his love that he can't get out but not to lose hope. But as Muhammad points out, we'd be in a siege for 300 days. What else would we sing about? It wasn't hard for the singer to picture as his girlfriend, who would later become his wife, was living outside the country, unable to return due to the war. But as we found out yesterday, they were not even guaranteed a spot in Eurovision. They had to compete against six other countries for just three open spots at Eurovision. Luckily, they made it through coming second. But this wasn't even the hardest bit of getting to Eurovision at all. Without a doubt, the hardest part was getting out of the country alive. Muhammad says that an army guide put him into a group with the guitarists and the two backup singers. They ran across an open field in the middle of the night trying to hide from snipers. The guide led them to the edge of a forest area and then, <laughs> quote, then he told us to run up to the mountains and not get shot. Muhammad, years later, telling the BBC, quote, It was in the middle of the night and it was very muddy because it's been snowing so much and I started running and my shoes got stuck. Remarkably, Muhammad laughs. But I couldn't stop. People were shooting, so I kept going. Without shoes, five, six hours. It was only when we got to the top of the Igman, which, for listeners, is a large mountain that overlooks Sarajevo, that someone then gave him a new pair of shoes. The conductor was supposed to travel a few weeks behind them, but due to the conflict was unable to make it out of the country to join them. In the spirit of the Eurovision Song Contest, the Irish conductor volunteered his services for their live performance. 
The band was labelled the best-dressed group of the contest and they received a standing ovation from the crowd in the arena. But the performance ultimately only received 27 points and it came 16 out of 25 countries. But for Muhammad and the rest of the band, it seems like the outcome was almost irrelevant. Saying, quote, For us, it was a very serious event. It wasn't entertainment. We were showing our independence, proving it. We were the first people to ever represent Bosnia on an international level, you know. We were confirming our country's existence. After the contest, most of the band went straight back to Sarajevo to continue performing for their fellow countrymen. However, it would take up until the 14th of December 1995 until accords were reached and signed and one of the bloodiest wars in Europe would finally come to a rest. Sometimes we forget between all the shots and the laughter and the funny costumes and the sequins, we forget that Eurovision Song Contest was created to bring Europe back together. The Eurovision Song Contest was created to deliver hope. Now, all these decades later, we still have war. We still have conflict. But now, more than ever, we have the hope that one day it will be better.